Hello, hello, listeners. Welcome back to another episode on the KFT Church Podcast, hosted by Apostle Dominic Osei and Prophetess Desi Osei. Here, they share conversations and wisdom nuggets on Jesus, love, marriage, fellowship, and, and everything else you didn't think you needed to know about this walk with Christ. Amen. So my message is entitled, The Significance of Relevance. Uh, somebody said the significance of relevance may you be relevant in this generation may you be relevant in this church may you be relevant in your family may you be relevant at your workplace may you be relevant wherever you go may you be needed in the name of Jesus say oh Lord release the anointing of relevance upon my life today in Jesus name you better receive it Daniel chapter 5 verse 11 and 12 Daniel 5 11 and 12 he said there is a man in thy kingdom king in whom is the spirit of the holy gods and in the days of thy father, light and understanding and wisdom, like wisdom of the gods was found in him, whom the king Nebuchadnezzar, thy father, the king, I say, thy father, made master of the magicians, astrologers, Chaldeans, and soothsayers. For as much as an excellent spirit and knowledge and understanding, interpreting, interpreting, uh, interpreting the, uh, of dreams and showing of hard sentence and dissolving doubt were found in the same Daniel, whom the king named Bethesazar. Now let Daniel be called and he will show the interpretation. Go back to verse 1, verse 11 for me. He said, for there is a man. Somebody said there is a man. There is a man in thy kingdom. Today when people are looking for solution, may you be chosen as the woman to come to. As the man to come to. May someone recommend you that there is a man in KFT. There is a woman in that church. She will bring that solution to you. May you be that woman. May you be that man. Those that are standing, receive it in the name of Jesus. Say, I receive it. There is a man. There is a preacher somewhere. There is this prayer warrior somewhere. There is this media person somewhere. May someone recommend you. Today, may you be recommended. There's this hairstylist somewhere. There's this makeup artist somewhere. May, may someone recommend you. When they, were lo- they are looking for summons, may they say there is a man and there's a woman in KFT. May, you see, that is the grace we are looking for today. In whatever position that you find yourself in, whether you were a doctor, lawyer, dentist, 
uh, whether you are IT, whatever you do, may you be recommended in the name of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name. You see, the king here had a dream. And there was no one to interpret the dream for the king. He was at a place where he was confused. How do I interpret this dream? But then somebody said, there is a man. Somebody saw the king. I know of somebody. I know of somebody. And some, you see, you have to understand that your recommendation and recognition in destiny depends on your relevance on this earth. Somebody is going to recommend you. If somebody is going to recognize you, it depends on what? Your relevance to man. If you are not relevant, nobody is going to recommend you. Amen. People don't recommend irrelevant people. If you must be recommended, you must be relevant. Say, I must be relevant. So if you are not relevant, don't expect anyone, including your own parents, to recommend you. Amen. Daniel was so relevant in his generation and even past his generation from the days of Nebuchadnezzar to all the way to Nebuchadnezzar's children. He was so relevant that his enemies even recommended him. From today, those that have been talking about you, may they be the same ones to recommend you in the name of Jesus. They have no choice but to honor the grace of God upon your life in the name of Jesus. Say they have no choice but to honor the grace of God upon my life. You don't have to like me, but you will like you will like the grace upon my life. In the name of Jesus Christ. Say you don't like you don't you don't have to like me, but you will like the grace that is upon my life. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Now are you? relevant today that is my question to you because that is the grace that God wants to impart onto your life the grace of relevancy the anointing of relevance may that begin to fall on you at your workplace may it come upon you in this house may it be upon you everywhere you go even among your family your siblings may you be the relevant one in the name of Jesus. Say, oh Lord, I receive that anointing. Say, I receive the anointing of relevance. In the name of Jesus. Now by grace, every one of you have been empowered to become relevant to your generation. Today we will be doing baby dedication. These children have been already been empowered to enter their generation to make impact. Every one of us. We came here with that grace. We came here with that gift. God has given you a gift that your generation will need. Amen. But the problem is that 
The reason why some of us are not relevant is because we are too lazy to obey the principles that will make us relevant. Too lazy. We take life casually. So the principles that have been set in order for you to be relevant, you are too lazy to fulfill it. May Jehovah open your eyes. And may you have the grace to do what is, the, what is needed for you to be relevant. May KFT do what it, we must do to be relevant to this generation. The difference between a church that is growing and a church that is not growing is relevancy. If you are a church and you are not relevant to the, the generation that you are in, nobody show up. One of the prayers we pray every day that our church will be relevant to this generation. May we be relevant. People are dealing with issues and you are preaching something else. Why, why would they come? You are not relevant to them. Let me find somewhere else where I can be fed. So, see, 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 forget about loyalty here. Give me something. Because in this world that we live in, Nobody like you. Nobody love you for you. They love your relevancy. They love you for what you can do. Don't get it twisted that people just going to love you. We, you see, we, you, you can care less about me and my family if we were not being doing something for you. Amen. So it is required that we pay the price to be relevant. The many days of fasting and prayers was the price you were paying. Denying yourself and most of us are lazy to deny ourselves so that we can be relevant. So you have become a mediocre church member and you will stay like that for until the, thy kingdom come. Every one of us have been given graces, empowered by God to be relevant. But we are not seeing it because we are too, too lazy. Today, I catch the spirit of laziness from your life. Say, Lord, deliver me. Say, Lord, deliver me from laziness. From laziness. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Some of you, your absence is not felt. And the reason why your absence will not, is not felt because you are not relevant. And that's the truth. If a company can just lay you off, they are telling you you are not relevant to them. But there are certain people within the company that they, they are scared to even touch. Amen. among us, there are people when they leave the church, you don't even know them. You don't even know that anything has happened. Why? Because their presence were never felt. So we never felt a need to fill any gap because there was no gap that they were filling. Amen. 
What is it that you are doing for mankind? Are you relevant? Are you relevant? Even in relationships, sometimes, even in marriage relationships, there are people that they are not even making their presence felt within their marriage. Your, your wife can just leave you like that. And, and, and if you don't fill the gap when she leaves, you are in, that means the person was not relevant in your life. When your husband leaves, if you don't feel that there's a gap, it means that he was not making any impact in your life. We must pray that everywhere we go, wherever the Lord takes us, our presence will be felt. Amen. As well as some of you have been in a relationship, the moment you left the relationship, it looks like nothing happened. As far as the person even starts celebrating more, it is a sign that you, 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 there's a problem with you. I'm telling you the truth. When people contact me, people come close to you, you, you must make sure that your presence, you put your stamp on that place. When you leave, they know that something left in the name of Jesus. May, may nobody celebrates for your leaving. May they cry for your leaving in the name of Jesus Christ. Some of you, you are just a number in your company's books. They don't even know your name. They know you by number. And so when time comes, the company has to make a decision. They say, let number 15 go. Let number 12 go. But number one, let him stay. Why? Because you are not relevant. What are you bringing to the company? What are you bringing to KFT? What, what, have you made your presence felt here? Have you? May we be relevant. I say may we be relevant. Every one of us. From the leaders to the children. May every one of us be relevant in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. One of the agenda of the enemy in this generation is to hinder the relevance of the youth by distracting the youth with social media. Amen. One of the things that have distracted many youth from paying the price of relevancy is that they've been distracted by social media. But can you believe that there are other people that also are becoming relevant by social media? And there are ones that are being distracted by social media. Which one of the groups are you? People are making millions on social media. You, you just waste time on social media. People are making the news. You, you are watching the news. Which one are you? Amen. But most of our distraction in this generation is social media. It's your WhatsApp. It's your Facebook. It's your Instagram. It's your TikTok. And what else? Snapchat. MySpace, Twitter. What else? 
You too. Amen. Netflix. So we, we have so much apps. Why? The enemy's assignment is let me distract them so that they don't pay the price of relevancy. And so most of us are wasting our time on social media and the other ones that are there becoming more relevant because you are making them relevant. May the Lord help you to be relevant in this generation. May, may we not be distracted. Even as we are fasting, you realize social media, you can't stay away. It's like, no way, social media, you can't go anywhere. If we were to tell you to go off for a week, you are dead. It's like, take the phone for her from one week. That is a problem. Some of you, your punishment is when we take away your phone. Because you live and die on social media. You must know what is happening socially. You must be checking everybody's picture for 10 hours. Within the day, you spend 10 hours on social media. Check your screen. How many time you spend on social media, I will tell you. And you have not even opened your Bible to read. All right? You take the Bible and all of a sudden, oh, I feel sleepy. I feel sleepy. But you don't feel sleepy when you are browsing. That is how we get distracted. We've been distracted because the thing that should make us relevant, we have stayed away from it. And now we are enjoying what the enemy is presenting to us. You need, you need discipline to be able to be on social media. But some of us don't have that discipline. Amen. May the Lord help us. I remember there was a time that internet went off a little bit. <laughs> they, or, or they would say that was, Facebook is down. Or Instagram is down. That day is your worst day at work. Why? Because Facebook and Instagram, you cannot be down. I live here. I live here. You can't be down. May the Lord put Facebook down for a little bit. So that you can read his word. In the name of Jesus Christ. There are people making good content. On social media. Making money. Selling. Doing things that will help their life. Making them more relevant in this generation. And there are others that don't think about doing anything. All they do is waste time. 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 Waste their energy on those things. Browsing unnecessary things. Amen. Amen. May the Lord help us. Now, if you look through the Bible, you will realize that every one of the youth that the Lord used, all right, became great as a result of being relevant. Daniel was a young man. From the day he entered into Babylon, he became relevant. Amen? All of them, when you look at Daniel, when you look at Joseph, a young man, Joseph became relevant, became great because he was relevant to the, to the, the, the generation that he lived in. All right? David became relevant because he was, became great because he was relevant to that generation. Amen. So we have Joseph. And we have also Daniel. We have Esther. Esther became great because she was relevant. If it was not up to Esther, 
the children of the Jewish people would have been dead. She was relevant. That is why we still talk about her now. Esther was relevant. Amen. Esther was relevant. We must pray that we will become relevant. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. Now, the kid, when you are relevant, they come looking for you. When you read this story we just read in the book of Daniel, Daniel was sought after. Daniel was at home, chilling. They didn't need anyone to do anything, but they were seeking after him because he was relevant. There was something on Daniel that the nation needed. And so he was at home. The question is, when you are relevant in life, you don't have to push for anyone to invite you anywhere. They will be looking for you to invite you. When you are relevant, they will be asking, can you please come? Some of you are asking to come, but when you are relevant, you don't ask. And from today, may the Lord give you that grace. May the Lord bless you with the grace of relevance that people will be seeking your audience in the name of Jesus. I say people will be seeking your audience. Daniel was at home. And the reason why we must pray for this grace is because we, we, we need to enjoy this grace. We must, we, we shouldn't be, fe- you know, feeling. That's a good word. There are some fees. You are feeling to be invited. Just be relevant and you'll be re- invited. That's it. Just be relevant. May your message that God has given you be relevant. And you don't have to ask anyone to invite you. They will invite you. In the name of Jesus. At your workplace, may your work be relevant. That you don't need to ask for a raise. They will say, what do you need to be stay here? What do I need to give you so that you can stay here? We don't want you to look for any other job. But we want you to stay. We are ready to give you a $100,000 bonus if you are to stay. May that be your story. Some of you are begging your bosses. Can you please give me a raise? Can you? Because you are not relevant for him to give you a raise, brother. Start doing work that is relevant. And you wouldn't have to ask. Daniel was chilling. Hanging out somewhere. With Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They were playing. They were playing games. They were probably playing basketball or something. Amen. And then they were looking for them. Ah, may they look for you. I say may they look for you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Now. The true secret of prosperity is called the principle of relevance. The true secret of prosperity is what I call the principle of relevance. When you are relevant, you don't, you don't look for, for things. Things look for you. Amen? When you are relevant, people will look for you. Daniel did not look for the king. But the king looked for Daniel. Today, may kings begin to look for you. 
Bible said that a man's gift, a man's gift which is relevant, will open doors for him. And it will take my mountains because kings will look for what the thing that the man carries. Today, may that gift become relevant to this generation. And may kings begin to look for you. May queens begin to look for you. May presidents begin to look for you. May managers begin to look for you. May CEOs begin to look for you. May you be relevant. May you leave your... your may you leave a, a, a print on this planet before you leave. May your presence be felt. Before, when, when it's all said and done, may people know that you came to live. There are people that are dead. You don't remember them. But there are people that are dead. You still remember them. Because they became relevant to their generation. May that be our story. I say may that be our story. There are people that are dead. Their family don't even remember them. But for you from hence. It will not just be your family. It will be your nation. I say may your nation remember you. Your community will remember you. Your church will remember you. In the name of Jesus. Remember the story about Dorcas. Now, do you think that she was the only one that died? There were many women that have died in that place. But when they died, the Bible didn't even mention them. So let them let them go and bury them the next day. Hurry up. As well, but bury them the same night. But when Dorcas died, something happened. They said, We're not burying this one. This one is so relevant to us. We must keep her and go and get Peter because he carries the grace to resurrect. Let Peter come and resurrect her because the church needs her. The church needs her. Can we say that about you? If something to happen, can the church say that we need you so much for you to stay alive? What are you doing? Are you relevant? The question you must start asking is, am I relevant? Even to my family, am I relevant? To my church, am I relevant? To my work, to my company, am I relevant? Begin to ask. And if you are not, today receive grace to become relevant in the name of Jesus. Stop living a life of hiding your gift and talents. It is that gift and talent that will make you relevant to men. And begin to come out. Some of you have been put in a bucket somewhere. Somebody have closed you up. You have not been able to come out and show what you have. Today I see you coming out of that darkness. I see you coming out of that pit. In the name of Jesus. People will see your star. And they will run to your star. In the name of Jesus. Say I am coming out. rising he said I have seen an evil under the sun in the book of Zechariah he said that, and he showed me four horns four horns what are these horns to do? the Bible said that these are the horns that have what? limited and I put he said that I have limited Jerusalem I have limited Judah the people are not able to rise up if they try to lift up their head they won't say 
stay here. We don't lift up our heads here. Some of you, there are things within your life, within your families, that have limited you. That you have not become who God created you to become. And today, my prayer is that your star will shine again. That your, today, may your head be, be lifted again. In the name of Jesus. May the one that lifts up head, lift your head up. David says something. He said, oh Lord, many are they that say that for me, for me, for me, for me, for me, Dominic, there is no hope for me in God. But he said, that, but thou, oh God, are the ship for me. My glory and the lifter up of my head. Today, may the Lord lift your head up. I say, may the Lord lift your head up. In your workplace, may the Lord lift your head up. In this ministry, may the Lord lift your head up. In, well, in your family, may the Lord lift your head up. In your community, may the Lord lift your head up. In, 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 the, in, in the country, may the Lord lift your head up. Some of you are supposed to be national treasures. Some of you are supposed to be in the White House. Some of you are supposed to be making laws for the city and making laws for the nation. You know, the Lord never called you to become a lawyer and be a local lawyer. I don't know. You are not going to law school to become some mediocre lawyer. You are to be relevant in the generation. You are in America. You must be, you must be relevant. Because I remember he said that you shall be the head. And not the tail. So, so he has already told you your, his will for you that you'll be the one on top. So what is the top, top, top uh, position for lawyers? It's the Supreme Court. That is where you ending up. Somebody say the Supreme Court. That is where you belong. I break every limitation of mind. That, listen, he said that you shall be above and never beneath. And there are many of you sitting here, you are the beneath. Even in your workplace. But today I pray. I pray. May, may the Lord help you. Say, Lord, help me. I, I want to be the head and never the tail. Say, I cannot be the tail. Say, I am tired of being the tail. Say, I am tired of being the tail. Say, I am tired. For thou shalt be the head. And not the tail. You shall be above only. Somebody say above only. So even at school, you should be you should be the best in your class. Say the best. Say I must be the best. The Bible said Daniel was ten times better than his colleagues. Ten times. That is to be your level. That you are ten times better than everyone in that class. Failure. Failure is not part of our identity. As a child of God, you are not called to be failing tests. Yeah, we will enjoy your testimony. But that is not, your, that is not our portion. We don't go into the test room trying to come up with a testimony that I fail. No, no, no. We go there, we pass. Because that is how we, that is how we see ourselves. As a man thinking in his heart. Uh, so I'm not going there as a failure. Uh, when I go to the job interview, you better hire me because me, you don't deny me. Say, say, say I cannot be denied. And that is my mindset. Say, I can't be denied. 
If I put a proposal in, you better accept my proposal because it cannot, no, no, you can't go anywhere else. Uh, you, you, cannot, you cannot say you love me and go and marry somebody else. That, that, that don't happen. Uh, that, do, that do not happen. You, you can, I, I don't get disappointed. It, 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 somebody said I don't get disappointed. Uh, you tell them, this is, this is the person you are dealing with. The person, no, 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 you, we don't get disappointed in this place. Because I am the head. Never the tail. So I'm always seeking to be the best lawyer in my field, best doctor in my field, best nurse in my field, best educator in my field, best, best pastor in my field, best preacher in my field, best prophet in my field, best evangelist in my field, best teacher in my field, best apostle in my field, best of everything in the name of Jesus. May the Lord make us relevant. In the name of Jesus Christ. Katali Masata. Say Jehovah make me relevant. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Now. Let's look at the story of a young man who inspired us. Because I see all of us as young. As a matter of fact, we are all young and you say I'm all young. We are all young. Yeah, even though you're 100 years, you are still young. Because 120 is the mark. Amen? So you say we are heading to 120. And so when you are 70, you're still young. You are 60, you are young. 50, you are very young. Somebody say very young. So, 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 but one of the young men that inspires us so much was this young man called Joseph. Somebody said, This young man called Joseph. When you look at Genesis chapter 41, verse 14 to 24, there's a great story there. Another issue happened when another king had a dream. Amen. Now, this king was the one that was ruling the entire world in those days. Had a dream and he could not interpret the dream. As much as the king called all the soothsayers, he called all the people that were in the palace to interpret the dream, but none of them were able to interpret the dream. Until one man that Joseph had helped a long time ago that had forgotten about Joseph said, There is a guy in prison, a young man is in prison. Let's go and fetch him. Because he carries the grace to interpret this dream. You see, even in prison, in prison, in prison, because of his relevancy, they went into the prison, took Joseph, brought him in the palace, interpreted the dream. The same man who was in the prison became the prime minister of the nation. So this thing called relevancy is a plug. Somebody say it's a plug. You need it. Say, I need it. You can be smart as whatever, but if you are not relevant, <laughs> because when we are talking about math and you are talking about science, you are not being relevant to me. I'm talk, I'm talk, I, I, I want to learn how to, to read and you are talking about one plus one. So, 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 so we need that grace to be relevant to the generation God has given us. 
people who are dying, getting shot, and you are praying about something else. You're not being relevant to the generation. There's homosexuals everywhere. They need deliverance. And you are still preaching about and Jesus loves you. Cast that demon out of them. Amen. The love of Christ is to deliver you. He came to set the captives free. You are a captive of the enemy. And they tell you that it's your genetics. And the Lord deliver you. In the name of Jesus. Amen. So Joseph was sought after even in the prison. And today I don't care where you are in life. And some of you may think that, you know, yes, last on Friday, you know, first he dealt with mental illness. Some of you don't even feel like you are beautiful enough. You don't feel like you are handsome enough. You don't feel like you are tall enough. You don't feel like you are short enough. You don't feel like you have the body that is enough. You don't feel like you have the hair that is enough. But when you are relevant, people, it doesn't matter what you look like, how you feel like, I see people is now seeking your attention, seeking your audience, because there is something that is in you that they need. Today, may you carry what this generation need. I said, may you carry what this generation need. And whatever that thing is, may the Lord release it to you. May that be imparted unto you. May it be stirred up in you. Any dead gifts, any dead talents that is relevant to this generation that the enemy has sat upon today, I command a staring, a staring, a staring, a staring of every gift that will make way for you in the name of Jesus. Let that grace be stirred up, be stirred up, be stirred up. can sit on what will make you relevant. May the Lord deliver us today. And may he stir that gift. Because the day we were born, literally, he put those things in you. And said, Jalik, this is what you do. Ah, Sophia, this is what you do. Ah, you, this is what you do. And then by the time you realize that what you were supposed to do, you are not doing it. And then people are not liking you. Even when you post a picture, people don't like it. You know what? They don't like it. For them, you, you are nobody to them. But when you are relevant to people, they celebrate you. May you be celebrated. See, so stop forcing people to celebrate you. Some of you are forces of celebration. And you must force, you must, they, must, they must wish me a happy birthday. Why, why would somebody wish you a happy birthday? What is your relevancy to them? What is it? Why will people celebrate you? Why? Why will somebody celebrate you? Have you asked yourself that question? What is it that I'm doing that will cause them to say, let me celebrate him? Some of you want to force that. The fact that you preach the gospel the fact that you are pastor or you're pastoring whatever does not mean that they should celebrate you. It's your relevancy to them. 
People don't think that you, oh, you, the moment you hold a mic or you are preaching on social media, they, they should, people should celebrate you. Or just, just in this church. No. What kind of grace that is upon your life that is beneficial to them? When it's happening like that, they naturally will respond with seeking your audience and also celebrating you. One of the secrets for prosperity is relevancy. When you are relevant, you, are, you will never be broke. I guess this is why most people don't understand why pastors have money. Because they are relevant to people's destinies. Destinies are in their hands. And so the fact that they are relevant to people, they will never stay broke. You can talk about pastors all you want. You can never stop what, what, they, what is happening. A common man playing soccer, you give him millions. I never understand that. What does playing soccer do to your soul? But when you are sick, you want a pastor to pray for you. When somebody's about to kill you and you saw a dream, somebody shoots you, you call a pastor, can you please pray for me? But the one that is kicking basketball and shooting basketball and playing football, that one you take all your money and give to them. There's something wrong here. And I play basketball, so don't. But this work here and this one is life and death. There are certain situations that they come when the cases come and say, if we don't deliver this one, we are losing that person forever. And sometimes you are tired, but your soul is in jeopardy. You better stand and pray because something will happen if you don't. The souls of men. The blood of men is in your hands. That's why he say, I will require their blood from your hands. But when God put you in this position, it's not a fun position. But it's a relevant position. How can they hear the word if no one preached them? If you don't know the truth, you cannot be set free. Today, may God give us a better perspective. Whatever God has called you to do in this life, may you see how good, how important that is to, to maximize it so that you will be relevant. Some of you have it, but you are not doing what is required. You are not doing what is required to make people seek your audience. So Joseph, all the way in prison, they say, bring this guy out. I'm sure he was in prison for life. In those days, there was no his life sentence forever. Because he was blamed that he raped a person in the government's wife. That is forever in prison, never coming back. But because he was relevant, they took him. They took him and brought him to the king in the name of Jesus. Today, May the Lord bring you out of prison. May he bring you out of prison. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Nothing make you relevant like your ability to provide solution to problems. Nothing make you relevant than your ability to provide solution to problems on this earth. So what problem are you solving? Are you part of the problem or are you part of the solution? Huh? I'm asking a question here. 
Are you part of the problem or are you part of the solution? Because what makes people relevant is the ability to solve the problems that you have. When Facebook, when Mike Zuckerberg, when he solved the problem on social media, guess what? You took all the millions and gave to him. Can he go broke ever? No. He has solved a problem. Bill Gates, computers, Microsoft, he has solved a problem to our generation. Apple, solved a problem. What problem are we solving? Amen. You are not just called to, called to just do 9 to 5 and come and home and sleep. That's not, that's not your calling. You were called to solve a problem. Today, may the Holy Ghost help you to dig deep and figure out what problem I'm called to solve in the name of Jesus. Say, Holy Ghost, help me to dig deep to know what problem I'm called to solve in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Anytime you have a solution, you cannot be poor. Because your prosperity is in your solution. Say, my prosperity is in my solution. If I can provide a solution, I can never be broke. So at work, do you provide a solution or you are like a robot? They tell you what to do and you do all the time. You, you, got, you see, those that are going higher are those that are bringing solution to the, to the needs of the company. What have you developed? Even IT, have you developed systems that can help the company? As an administrator, what system have you put together? You are just sitting there holding titles on your head. But nothing is coming out of you. They will fire you. They will replace you. But if you can develop something, you become so relevant to them. In the name of Jesus. I see some of you being promoted to the senior level. Oh, I see you being promoted to senior levels. In the name of Jesus. You'll be in a position where you'll be making decisions because of what you're about to develop. In the name of Jesus. May that gift, may that gift and talent that God has given you, may it come forth in the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus. Say, I am created to solve a problem. Now, what problem are you solving? That one there, you have, you have to answer that one. Amen. Now, have you seen the ecosystem? Like, you know that those little um, animals and insects and every animal has what they do. Amen. I heard that when you see a place where a lot of cats are, they, they prevent snakes from coming there. So you may go and kill the cats, but you are inviting snakes. So, so, so that cat that is hanging around is protecting you from snakes. So in the ecosystem, everyone has what they do. Alright? Everyone. And so be careful not to neglect what God has given you. Some of us, listen, you, not everyone is called to hold this mic. Your blessing, if I give you the mic, the God will never bless you here. 
Yours is what God has placed in your life. You take hold of it, you maximize it. That is where prosperity will come for you. But nowadays, everybody wants to be a prophet. Everyone wants to be an apostle. Everyone wants to be a pastor. But there's a calling inside of all of us. When we talk about spiritual gifts, every one of us have gifts. Every one of us have talents. If you maximize that gift and talent, that is where your prosperity will come. Some of you have gift to do hair. You have gift to do makeup. You have gift to do nails. You have gift to do facials. You have gift to do haircuts. You see, some of you are gifted in cutting people's head. But we don't take it serious. We want to have a nursing job. You think the nursing job is what will make you. Your devil is a liar. Amen. You do nursing and you, you go crazy. Because you were never called for that. Now that IT is coming, you do IT, you be like, listen, uh, but there's a gift in you. I want you to tap into that gift and see what problem that the Lord wants you to solve with that gift that you carry. Now, no matter how anointed I am, if I didn't have a barber to cut my hair, I would be looking some way. Do you understand that? And so the barber may not see how important they are, but they are very important. If somebody did not make this suit, I might be standing here naked. And so, so you will never see that they are solving a problem. The one made the shoe solve a problem so that my feet will not hurt. The one that is making your hair is solving a problem. Every two weeks or so, don't you take all your money to give it to them? Because they're solving a problem. You even argue, some of you don't mean ask for, for, for to reduction because you know they're solving a big problem for you. $700 for hair, you buy it. Why? Because a problem has been solved. Have you seen how much, the reason why wedding prices, people spend so much money in weddings because they say, wow, you want to look good, huh? Let's solve this problem. $1,000 for, for this hair. This makeup will cost you 500 Your wedding dress, I know you are wearing it for just a day and you'll never wear it again. So I'm going to charge you $5,000 to make that wedding dress. Um, what else? Your shoes. Jewelry. All right. Deck the call. It's just a day. After that day, <laughs> right. even the cameraman say, oh, you want nice pictures? $2,000. Why? They're solving a need. You need it. You want to look good. They say, ah, we're going to raise the price on you. Even the location. When it's a wedding location, they raise the price. They're just solving a problem. What problem are you solving for people to say? <laughs> you see, see, we got to we got to tap into what God has given us. Some of listen, you are sitting here. There's so much that God has given you for you to do. But your focus is, oh, I went to school. They said I've after school, I need to get I need to get employed. So employment is all you are looking for. And some of you, the kinds of things you do, you are not solving any problem. Amen. Some of these companies, I don't know what problem they are solving. They are cheating people. If you want to look at the banking system, it's all a fraud. How you give me a mortgage? And by the time I finish paying, I've paid double of what you gave me. 
That is fraud lifestyle. But may the Lord help us. Since you want to do your, fix your credit to go and buy a house. That's what they do. They're waiting for you to pay double. Double! Go and check your mortgage. If you have a mortgage, check. See, and see by 30 years how much you would have paid. But they go to the Federal Reserve and get and borrow the money and give to you. That money don't even come from their own pockets. So you are making others rich. Amen. But God has given you something. And you are sitting on it. Because the society told you to go and work for somebody. From today, see what the Lord wants you to solve. That gift, that talent is going to solve a problem. And I pray in the name of Jesus that you will not sit on it. I say that you will not sit on that talent. That it will come forth and do what it's called to do. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. In this life, it's either you are bringing a problem or you are bringing a solution. So is that you are, you, are, you are a problem or you are part of the solution? Are you part of the problem or you are part of the solution? If you are not bringing the solution, then you are part of the problem. There's no middle ground. Amen. If you are not bringing solution, then you are what? So don't think that oh, the fact that I'm not doing it, I'm not hurting anybody. Because somebody is depending on you to arise. Amen? Somebody is depending on you. I always make this statement. Now, if you would have made a decision not to do this church, didn't know that all of you souls were going to connect to the church that we will start. So some of you are being selfish for not tapping into what God has given you. You are selfish. Many generations are depending on you to arise. And today, may you arise. Say, may you arise. Now, don't mistake me. I'm not saying don't go to school. Because don't tell the pastor say I should tap into my game, so today I'm quitting school. Amen. Go and get that education. But always know that there's a problem that you are called to solve. I want to encourage you to also tap into. Some of us are confident because we were educated. I'm telling you. When you are not educated, you are not confident. But you know that some God gave you something. And you can tap into that. And establish what is it that he has called you to do. So go finish the school, get the doctorate degrees, get the masters, and then that is an avenue which God is going to use for you to get to a place where your gift can come forth. Because you don't sometimes get to your true calling. Your work, your, your job will help you to get to your work. Because your work is what you are called to do. Your job is what you get paid for. And sometimes you don't have the money to do the work. So he gives you a job so that you can save the money here so that you can establish the work. Some of you are going to be lawyers and you're not just being a lawyer working for a law firm. It's to get the money 
to establish your own kingdom loyal fam. You, you get what I'm saying? Because we should not limit our minds. Say that, oh, I'm, getting, I'm just getting a job working for people. No. I'm taking your money, you're paying me. And in, in five years' time, I should be starting my own. Some of you nurses should be starting your own, uh, what do you call it? What is it called? Urgent cares. It's a mindset. As your mind enters there, you see yourself moving into that level. The people that are having their own urgent care, they are not bigger than you. He said, you shall be the head and not the tail. So be encouraged and go for it in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Say, I will solve a problem in Jesus' name. There is one law of greatness, which is the law of solving problems. Amen. If you are going to be great in life, then you, have, you must have a problem that you are solving. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now, until I leave this planet, eh, until I leave this planet, men have no choice but to look for me. And that is a bold statement that you need to be able to make. Because there is something in you that this generation needs. And they must look for you before you leave this planet. That's what Joseph carried. You will take me out of the prison because of what I carry. Don't worry, you can put me there. But you will need me, you will come for me. From today, may what you carry be needed by this generation. I say, may, may what you carry be needed by this generation. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Now, I'm not called to, to solve all the problems. I'm called to solve a particular problem for the kingdom. A particular problem. And you also need to figure out what is the problem that you are called to solve. A particular. You don't have to do everything. Just find that one thing that he called you for. And through that, you'll be great. Through that thing, you'll be great. Whether you are, you, I know somebody that has become great by selling meat pies. Somebody who's doing bakery has become a great man. Why? Because he found what he was called for. There are people that have been great by being a, being a videographer, being in media. There are people, you, you see, even acting. Acting. Become great because that is what they know they were called for. May the Lord help you. Amen. May something happen in this land. And may who they will be looking for should be my name that comes up. Do you understand? This is what relevance is. That something particular will happen. And that is what happened for Joseph. It was that thing that the king had the dream. And there was nobody that can solve the problem but you. Nobody that can solve the problem but me. And they will find me. They will come to Stanford. They will come to Stratford and say, let's go. We need you. That should be your story in the name of Jesus. Oh, you don't believe that it can happen. See, right, right now you have a limited mindset. You are saying that, ah, me, 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 me. Oh, a problem will happen. 
they will say Jesse is the only one that can solve this one. A problem will happen. They will say that Jalik, you are the only one. A problem will happen. They will say, Apostle Dominic, you are the one that can solve this problem. May that be our story in the name of Jesus. May the Lord make us relevant in the name of Jesus. Something happened in school. Say, if Jalik don't come, we are dead. Something should happen at your workplace. They say, ah, this sister, if this young lady don't come to, to work, we are, we, she's the only one that can solve it. May you carry that grace. Say, I, I receive that grace. Say, I receive that grace. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Say, oh Lord, make me relevant. Make me relevant. Make me relevant. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. remember the story about David a young man in the forest he probably was in a bush in the wilderness tending his father's sheep and all of a sudden a problem happened in the palace the king saw he's going crazy the king is wilding out he, he is mine he's losing his mind and somebody came and said ah let's get somebody who can play the harp right and when he plays the holy ghost will come and the, the, the demons will leave this camp and guess what i'm sure there were a lot of musicians in the palace but none of them carry what david carried and so they went into the wilderness to look for david to come to the palace to play for the king when you are relevant no matter where you are you'll be found say i'll be found Say I'll be found. Even now, the Lord just came, even in relationship. Some of you are saying, "Lord, where my husband is coming?" <laughs> it's not that, oh. It's about relevancy. There is a man that is seeking you to fulfill a gap in his life. So, 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 it's about what are you relevant enough for anyone to say, "Would you marry me, please?" Are you relevant? Whoa. What are you bringing to the table? Amen. What are you bringing to the table? I hope so. I hope so. If you are at the table, you will get the ring. Amen. say Lord help me say Lord let something happen that I am the only one that can bring solution in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus let something happen that this church will be the only solution that is relevancy that is relevancy amen yeah, when COVID happened, that is why we took off. Everybody was hiding. Everybody was running. But it became a stepping stone for us. Why? Because we became relevant in that season. I'm sure if it wasn't even KFT, people have lost, they will lose their faith. But the Lord used that moment 
And that is where financially we increase, we quadruple. In COVID, when people were selling off, we were buying them. We bought our land in COVID season. At the end of COVID, we were buying, we were buying in cash $1.5 million property. That's relevancy. Amen. Now, you can be jealous all you want, but we solve the problem. And, and, and the law of prosperity is if you can solve a problem, you will never stay broke. So a church that is solving a problem can never stay broke. Say, I can never stay broke. This is impossible. If you're a debt creator, you know that you're always going to make money. Especially in the season of weddings and events. Because they need it. You will never stay broke. Uh, uh, you, 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 the, the, the place got to at least look nice. If, if you go, if you want to spend all the money for the hair and all that, look at the environment. Got to be nice to take the picture. And that is where I come in. I bring that. I solve that problem for you. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna make your place nice. So you got to pay me. And some of you are cheap. Cheap. She's solving a problem for you, and you are still being cheap. Amen. Stop being cheap. In the name of Jesus. Say, I will not be cheap. In Jesus' name. So David solved the problem by coming to the palace to do what nobody else can do. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now, one thing that you need to understand that in life, if you go after money, you will be, you'll be poor and miserable. But if you go for purpose, money will find you. And so what you do, have purpose in mind. When you are fulfilling that purpose, money runs to you. And that's true. Go and ask Bill Gates. He said he never did it so that he can make money. He loved to do it. He wanted to help the people. And now money is just flowing to him forever, forever. The guy would never stay broke. And he's not even a Christian like you. It's a principle. Your focus should be purpose. It should be what am I solving? I want to solve a problem. So in all you're getting, get to a place where what problem can I solve? Look at your environment. How can I make it easier for them? How? Amen. May Jehovah help us. Say, Lord, help me to solve a problem in Jesus' name. Anytime you find purpose within purpose is what I, what I say, cash. There's money in purpose. There's money. There's real money in purpose. And so find your purpose and do it and you see you will never struggle. So sometimes when you see people broke, it's not the money. Check to see what they are doing. If they are not in purpose, they will stay broke forever. But the moment they find what they are called to do, you see the money will flow to them. May the Lord help you to find what you are called to do. In Jesus' name. May I never be broke. In Jesus' name. May I be relevant to our generation.
and the generation after in the name of Jesus may for as long as I'm alive may I be relevant as long as this church is alive may it be relevant not just for our generation but our children's generation and their children's generation and the other to, to thousands and thousands of generations may this church be relevant Amen. Say, Lord, make me relevant. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Until your gifts become relevant to men, nobody recommends you to high places. Now, we have known the story about the, 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 the scripture about uh, it is a man's gift that makes room for him. It's not complete. It is a gift that is relevant is what will make room for you. you. You get it? If your gift is not relevant, it will not make any room for you. I'm trying to get you. I'm setting you up. Because then, there's something you must do to make that gift relevant. So as you are receiving, receiving, there's a price to be paid. Some of you are not ready. And the more you delay, the more somebody will take your place. I can promise you that some, there's somebody that probably God told him to start this church, but the person never did. And if you would have said no to the Lord, somebody else would be here. Some of you have said no several times. And may you never meet the person that you should have been. you will cry in the name of Jesus Christ don't cry though when you meet that person but make sure that you will never meet that person make sure that anytime you look at the mirror you see that person in Jesus name in Jesus name now how relevant are you you know social media is one of the fake places <laughs> you know even when it comes to pictures they have filters Some of you are depending on social media for your life. And that is a problem. And so you judge yourself for what you are seeing on social media. But who told you that that person you are looking at, that's how they really look like? And who told you? Who? Amen. So don't think about faking it in life. Be real. Say, I'll be real. What you should, should be thinking about in life is stop the fake posts and think about what kind of impacts can I make in this generation? Some of you, that should be your daily thoughts. And your praise. Lord, what kind of impact can I leave in this church? What kind of impact can I leave in my community? What kind of impact can I leave in my city, in my state, in my nation? At my workplace? In my school? What kind of impact? Some of you teachers, you should make so much impact that any time the kids think about the school, they think of you. 
you become the face of the school. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Now the Bible said in Matthew chapter 14 verse 15 that we are the salt of the earth. Is that right? So your relevance to men depends on the value you add to their life. Are you tired? I said your relevance is, depends on what? You see, you don't, are you, are you tired? Say it again. Say it again. Your relevance depends on what? Why? Because Matthew chapter 14, Matthew chapter 14 verse 15 says, let's read it. Matthew 14, 15. He said, and when it was evening, okay, yeah, verse, verse 13, sorry. He said, you are the salt of the earth. Oh, 513. You are the salt of the earth, but if salt have lost its savor, and now this is very important now, wherewith shall it be salted? It is thenceforth good for nothing. May you not be a good for nothing person. The Lord said that you are the salt of the earth. As mother in this church, we must see you as a salt in this church. A salt that is very salty. But the Bible said when you lose your flavor, you are good for nothing. But it's cast where? Out. And men, the reason why people don't respect you, the reason why our workplace, they don't respect you, your saltiness is gone. You are no value. You, you don't have, you don't add no value to them. So they treat you like, like a slave. But if you're a valuable person in that, 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 in that workplace, they will respect you when they speak to you. They will, they will respect your opinions. May we become the salt of the earth. Say, Lord, make me the salt in wherever I go. In Jesus' name. May I add value to this generation. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. When you lack relevance, you beg for attention. But when you have relevance, you command attention. It's different between begging and commanding. The reason why you are sitting down because I'm relevant now. I'm telling you to sit. You have to sit. It, 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 if you stand right now, you will, you will feel some way. You understand? But if I say stand, you will stand. If I say sit, you sit. Because right now, I'm relevant to you. I'm giving you something that you want and need. I'm adding value to your life. And because of that, you respect me. I'm commanding your attention. Amen. But if I'm not saying what you need, and saying some Jakusko stuff, stupid stuff, and Tutu Papa, saying all kinds of things, nobody will accept my message. So man of God, give us relevant messages so that we can pay attention. And so if you are not paying attention, I know that I'm not being relevant, so I'll quit. Amen. It's that, it's that simple. If the message is not good, let's just go home. Let's share the grace and let's go. Amen. But if you know that it's helping your life, you pay attention. How can Paul preach for 24 hours? If it was American church, 
they would have complained. But Paul preached 24 hours. A guy was even at the church service. He fell down and died. He slept. And Paul Paul woke him up. He rose him up. He said, get up, listen to the message. (laughs) Amen. Because this is the word of life. This is the word that can change your life. And they stood there for 24 hours the whole day to listen to what Paul was saying. May we be that relevant in this generation that people will not be looking at your time when you are speaking. Because you are giving them what they need. May the Holy Ghost help us to be relevant in the name of Jesus. Some of you are not respected at all at work. Amen. Amen. Some of you are not respected. But today, you'll be respected. Because when I step into that office, I'm commanding attention. That is what I'm here for. I'm not, I'm a sort which is highly sorty. It's highly sorty. You cannot throw me away somewhere. You will need me because I make food taste good. If I'm here, this, this, this office will do well. If I'm here, this team will play and win. If you take me out of the team, we lose. Some of you, we celebrate when you leave. <laughs> May the Lord help you. In Jesus' name. Now, no matter, like I said, no matter how anointed I am, when this is my barber, by the way, when he, yeah, I can be his apostle, his pastor, but when I sat in that table, he's in command. He's the one in charge. He said, lift up your head. I lift it. Move it this way. Turn this way. Why? Because he's relevant to me at that time. If you're not relevant, I can care less. Amen. Say, Lord, help me to be relevant in Jesus' name. Are you relevant in your marriage for your husband to pay attention to you? Are you relevant in your marriage for your wife to even serve you and pay attention to you? Are you relevant in their life? What have you been doing to, to, to enjoy the benefits of marriage? Why should she sleep with you at night? And sometimes these questions we don't ask. Because if I'm relevant at night, I don't have to ask. You understand that? You you don't have to ask. Somebody say it is commanded in the name of Jesus. See see where your mind is. May the Lord deliver all of you. Some of you ask your wife, husbands to do something, they don't do it. You know why? Maybe you are not being relevant. Amen. Amen. So even when it comes to good marriages, it's all about relevancy. 
A good marriage should be in a situation where we are competing to be who is the best one that is relevant. And so it should be like who can do the best for the, one, the other. When you are in that kind of competition, you enjoy good marriage. But when it's one-sided, it will tilt. One day, the other one will say, no more, I'm done. Amen. But the hands go, hands come. And you both are trying to do the best for each other. The best. The best. You are so relevant to their life that they don't want to lose you. May that be all of your stories. In Jesus' name. Okay, let me move fast. The reason why you are sitting here because every week, if I don't preach well, this church will be done. What makes you travel all the way from your house to come here every Sunday? Do you understand that? So why should people come and do their head with your hair? Your, call you to do their hair every time? Why? Why? Why should I call you to do my makeup? Why should I call you to do my hair? Why should I call you to sew my clothes? If I'm not doing it well, nobody will come. So if customers are not coming, ask yourself, am I doing this work well? Amen. Like I said, this, in this life, People just don't love her. Get it right and write it down in your head somewhere. People just don't gonna love you out of nothing. People love your relevance in their life. That is what they love. Like I said in the beginning, you can care about me, care about my wife, care about my children. If we are not doing anything, you wouldn't care. But because you know that what we are doing is being is blessing your life then you love us amen so when there are future pastors here you have to earn it it's what you what you are bringing to the table because you want to be the table be the table but bring something to the table so that the people can respond why is the church not growing you are not paying the price to be relevant. Why would people come to your services? You come to marriage first and in some way. You think next year you come in. You come to prayer first and in some way. You think next year we come in. You come to the day of Pentecost and in some way. You think next Nobody will come. So you must put in the work. There must be a sense of excellence in what we do. To draw men to come every time. So, so, so the businesses you have, you better start checking yourself. Why should people come to you? Why should I call Lucy for makeup? Why? Why should I get Sophia's paintings? Why should I call Abby for hair? Why? If it's not good, don't complain if they go somewhere else. You can be a church member all you want. 
if you're not providing good services, Philippians chapter 1 verse 10. Let me get ahead of myself here since I'm on this. Anointing is the one for that. He said that ye may approve things that are what? Uh, so mediocre stuff. Now, now that you hear this scripture, you're about to get it. Because no department should be bringing anything that is not excellent. So all the hair departments, if the thing that you are posting, the thing you are bringing to the table is not excellent, it's unacceptable in this church. Including the media team, number one. You're posting things that are not excellent should not be posted. So if you are the one posting, it's a sign that you, your life is not excellent because you keep posting on excellent stuff. Because you have accepted on excellent stuff or inexcellent or non-excellent or whatever excellent you want to say. But if it's not excellent, it's not acceptable. Did the Bible say it? He said, you shall prove what? And so yes, as a wife, you must be excellent. As a husband, you must be excellent. As a church member, excellent. As a pastor, excellence. You prepare before you come. Provide excellence. Whether you are doing the MC, excellence. You are leading prayer. You are prepared yourself before you come to stand here. Don't come here giving opinions. You are singing. Excellence. Let us know that you prepared. You paid the price. Why, why do you think that Daniel was called? The Bible says he was excellent. Daniel, for many kings, all the kings, he was there because he carried excellent spirit. Daniel would not do things anyhow. He, was, he did things excellently. Even when it comes to our cleaning, if you are the one in the clean team, there must be excellence. By the time you come here, you, you check. You wipe there, there shouldn't be any dust. Say something. You play the drums in what? Excellent. You play the instrument in excellent. You prepare yourself. You develop in yourself every single day. He said we should not approve anything that is not excellent. Say, Lord, help me. In the name of Jesus. Say, excellence is my standard. In Jesus' name. He said that ye may be sincere and without offense on the day of Christ. And so don't be offended when we told you, tell you that what you did was not excellent. We will not accept it until you bring excellence. Events, team, administration, excellence. That's what is demanded. That should be the standard for the kingdom. The church cannot just, the fact that it's a church, you don't, don't, you just don't do anything in anyhow. you doing a website. Make sure that the pictures that are presented are excellent pictures. Or don't post it. Don't post it. Don't do it. You yourself must demand excellence. So that when you are doing things, you do it with what? Excellence. May Jehovah help us. Jehovah help us. In the name of Jesus. 
that he may approve things. So that means God is expecting us to be excellent. You'd never thought that that was in the Bible. Because when it comes to church stuff, it's mediocre. Oh, it's just church. Let's just do it anyhow. Now you see, it's a demand that we do things with excellence in the name of Jesus. Say, Lord, help us in Jesus' name. Now, what must I do to become relevant? Let's get into it. What must I do? Number one, you must live in purity. Be pure. Be pure. Be pure. Daniel chapter 1 verse 8. Daniel 1 8. Daniel. But Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with the portion of the king's meat, nor with the wine which he drank. Therefore, he requested of the prince of the Enoch that he might not defile himself. Some of you just want to be anything and you want to be relevant. Be careful. If you want to move in relevancy, you must be pure. Somebody say, I must be pure. Every person who become relevant as a youth in the Bible was as a result of purity. Purity. Amen. Now, I know you went on a boat ride, so you were tired. Uh-huh, so, I'm going to give you that. Some of you are sitting there like, oh, oh, my eye. Last night you didn't sleep. Now, when you look at Joseph, what made Joseph relevant is his ability to be pure. Joseph said, I can't touch you. If it was some of you, you would have took that woman to the womb. Purity is what made him is what made him relevant from prison to become a prime minister. The question is: have you paid the price? Since America, America is very worldly. I'm telling the truth. America is the a, is a, is a head of, of leading in the worldly. They're they the one that promotes things that the world should do. So if you're not careful, the way your life is in this country, you may think you are serving God, but you may not. Because our inspiration, our dressing, uh, the way we behave, the way we do things, uh, it looks like the world. We have Christ to cover it up. But Daniel said, I will not eat. I wouldn't eat what they are eating. I wouldn't drink what they are drinking. I wouldn't wear what they are wearing. I wouldn't talk the way they are talking. And he separated himself because he did not want to defile himself. You can't move just like everybody if you want God to take you far in this, in this ministry he's giving you. You can't. You can't. You can't. They're moving, you're moving along with them. You are not ready to pay the price. You can't. You can't talk like they are talking if you want to be relevant. This is what Daniel did. He said, I can't do what they are doing. I must separate myself. This is where consecration comes in. This is where you sanctify yourself. Separating yourself from the crowd so that later on, the same crowd will seek your audience. If you move like them and you eat what they are eating, you talk the way they are talking, who will come to you for any advice? Who will come for your audience? Price must be paid. Purity. 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 
I heard a man of God say that some, some young lady was, you know, trying him. And one day he called a young lady and said, if, if, if right now, if your mother is sick and about to die, and right now, if you sleep with me, who will pray for that mother to be, saved, to be healed? See perspective now. You want the man of God to defile himself. Now, when you need him to pray, who will pray? what prayer can save your mother who is dying? Purity. Some of you have not changed, you. And that is why you will stay irrelevant for a very long time. You've been coming to church and your behavior is so worldly. Your best friends are all worldly people. The way you carry yourself is so worldly. Daniel said, I will not defile. Say, I will not defile myself in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Now, Potiphar's wife tried to sleep with Joseph, we know. But he refused. When it came to Esther, yeah, you want the Lord to bless you, but you don't want to stay out of fornication. The king was looking for virgins, so purity. Somebody say purity. It's virgins he was looking for. Not people who have been fornicating, but people who were virgins were the ones that the king was looking for. And because Esther stayed pure, she was chosen. Your purity is going to make you relevant. May the Lord help you to be pure in this work. And when you see somebody enjoying marriage and enjoying things, check what they have done. Not every marriage is enjoyable. Because the world people are marrying too. You are sitting here, you are afraid that your husband is cheating on you. Not every marriage is enjoyable. I'm not telling you the truth. But those that stay pure with the Lord, he honors them. It's an honor coming for you. If you can stay from fornication and if you can stay pure, the Lord will make you relevant. And this generation will hear your voice in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. There is a lifestyle out there. If you follow the people of the world, you will not experience the glory of the Lord. Especially those that work by the altar. Those that your, your ministry is here at this altar. You cannot be like the crowd. I'm sorry. You can't. Especially you worship leaders and praise leaders. Unless you are ready to pay that price for this ministry, don't even try it. You can't dress like the crowd. You, can't, you cannot do that if you want God to use you and you want to go far. There's a time that some prices must be paid. Some of us can't even dance when we go out. You can't, you can't do scientists. It's a price. A price. Are you willing to pay it? Or you say, I'm young, let me enjoy my life. This pastor cries too much. No. If you want this ministry to, to make you relevant, if you want God to use you and you become a voice, eh, 
you better pay the price. Did first lady tell you that in those days that she was in Buffalo as a young girl, the pastor would tell even when I'm not here, you can't dance. When it's a party, they go to a church party. He said, you, you are, your position does not allow you to be dancing. And No, 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 no. It's a price. And she had to pay that price for the Lord to bring it to this point. Some of you are not willing. The pastor is not here. Let me act like, and tomorrow you hold a mic. Bring in what presence down. Uh, you lead, you lead to you. Are you holding the mic? This is your this position here is a sacred position. Anyone that holds mic in this church, there's a call for consecration. If you want to be relevant, unless if you don't want it, somebody say, "Lord, help me." Say, "Lord, help me." Purity is a requirement. You must be pure. Sexual purity emotional purity and physical purity. God is requiring that. There were days, I remember we started ministry. Um, I went on a 14 days drive fast. You know, this is the first time doing such a thing. In those seasons, there was a lot of food that was popping up. I was still working. And I worked, they would order pizza. All of a sudden, every week there was pizza coming up and I was like, and then there was birthday parties, cakes at church, and your love popping out of nowhere. I said, well, I can't defile myself. I got to pay the price. Pay the price. Remember those days. So sometimes you see me very skinny, like a bone. Sometimes I say price. Yeah. So don't think that if I'm enjoying some same privileges now, it's a price that has been paid. We get up, my wife pregnant, we all the way to the mountains to pray. Some of you will never, that mountain, you remember? She was sleeping on a rock, on a stone. Take you one hour to get up. Sweated like a slave. You can't even carry your book bag down there. It's so heavy. So you got to give to people. There are people that carry it. For three days, no food. Dry. Dry. Come here so we can be a blessing. Somebody say purity. Say the price. It is required. You cannot be sitting home eating your fufu, your jollofs, your chickens, and expect people to accept your message. You haven't paid any price. But when we are fasting, it's when you are gaining more weight. There's something wrong. And you expect people to celebrate you. What price have you paid to be pure? Why should people invite you? Why should people accept your message? Why should people come to the service? Why should people come to that business and give you that job? Why should people give you the business? Yeah, we know you can do hair. But have you stay pure enough have you done what is required for you to move in excellence for people to come back yeah you are a media person 
Last time you did somebody's video, how did it look like? So why would somebody give you another recommendation that, no, this sister or this brother do a very good video, go to that person. Purity. Daniel said, I will not defile myself. I'm willing to pay the price to be, to be different. I'm not going where they are going. I'm not out there talking anyhow the way everybody is talking. I know my calling. I know what I carry. I must preserve it. I must protect it. Matthew chapter 5 verse 8. Blessed are the pure in heart for they shall see God. If you move in purity, you will see the hand of the Lord in your life. If you want to be relevant, it takes purity. You cannot be prophesying and sleeping with a woman at the same time. You cannot be here and gossiping and expect God to bless your life. Blessed are the pure in heart for they shall see God. May you see God from today. Yeah, may you see him. Say, I, was, I want to see him in the name of Jesus. It is your consciousness of your destiny that enables you to discipline yourself in the presence of sin. When you are conscious that, eh, with all this, you have fought for all these anointed, you have cried out, God has anointed you. One woman, no, 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 and you're gonna allow a person to come into your life and to quench all that anointing so that what God is doing in your life, you cannot be able to do it. As a man, you have labored in this marriage, have children, and you let some Jezebel somewhere, some Delilah somewhere to come and take you away from your family, and now your children will be the ones suffering. No. It's not worth it. So when you are conscious about your destiny, it allows you to discipline yourself in the presence of sin. When sin is coming, say, ah, me, I'm sheer mountains. You, you want to, no, 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 no. Because you are aware of what you are fought to carry. But when you don't, when you are not aware of what you carry, any woman comes, you step in there. And that's what happened to Samson. He wasn't aware of what he carried. So the Bible said he put his head on the tire of the assassin. This person was a hired assassin. She, he didn't even know. Because Samson just go into any woman he sees. May you not be the Samson. May you not just go out there looking for the next girl. Which one? Which one with the body? The, the next body that you want. May that never be you. Because you know what you carry. And you will not allow any woman, any man to take it away from you. I've seen women who have slept with men and have lost their ministry. They have lost their zeal. They lost their fire. Some of our mothers who attest to this, there are men that they've married that have shut down their ministries. Some of these mothers you have would have been prophetess and prophets in their generation. And some of you, your own fathers were question marks. But when we talk about Jezebel, I'm not addressing just women. I'm addressing men who are Jezebels. There are men out there, Jezebels, witches, wizards, telling you. It will take you off course in the name of Jesus. And may you not die cheaply 
May you not die cheaply. May you not sleep with a Delilah. In Jesus' name. Look at Solomon. With all his wisdom he carried. Because he, he played his life anyhow. He lost, his end was very bad. Amen. Amen. Number two. Number two. Now before that, any time, so with this understanding, any time fornication is coming, pornography is coming, masturbation is coming, you say no to. Because you know. You see, masturbation is when you masturbate, you are having sex with the spirit. It takes two for that thing to happen. Oh, two. There's a spirit there waiting for that, for that reaction. Always have that vision that a demon is standing here watching me. Amen. So, don't jeopardize your future and your destiny for them. Know what you have and preserve it and, 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 and protect it. Number two, you must also have excellent spirit. Excellence. This is where you pay the price again. This is where you begin to brand yourself. Amen. Branding. Excellence is branding yourself to attract men to your gifts. When you are moving in excellence, you are branding yourself to attract men. Today, may the Lord help us to move in excellence so that we can attract men to our gifts in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Excellence is branding yourself to attract men to your gifts. Because it is not enough to have the ability, but you must also walk in excellence. And today, may you add your abilities to your excellence so that many will come to you. Because when I go to the store to buy water, if one water does not have a tag on it, a label on it, and one has, which one would I buy? Because the one that has label was done with what? Excellence. If I come to do my hair or my makeup and you do it anyway, I'm not coming back. I need to brand my thing. You know, even those are sell things. Package your things with excellence. Food, excellently packaged. Somebody, oh wow. The kind of bag, the back, the bag they put the thing in, Brian, will attract you. That is the, the spirit of excellence. In Daniel chapter 6, verse 3, the Bible said, Daniel had the spirit of excellence. It is the excellence that makes your difference. So the difference between a man who is gifted and a man who is gifted but not making waves is excellence. Somebody say excellence. If you come and do something for me well, I will definitely recommend you next time to somebody. But if you come and you do not do well, I will not recommend you. Say, I will not recommend you. A child of God must be the best. The best. Say, I must be the best. Say, I must be the best. Do you believe that you must be the best? Then start acting like it. If you must be the best, why are you failing your class? If you must be the best, why are you being the one, the least person at your workplace? If you must be the best. Amen. I want you to be on your feet. Give a clap offering to the Lord. Oh, you didn't like what I said?
you know that your abilities are perfected by practice as you practice your abilities you, be, you, you, you become perfect you become excellent you become better some of you are not willing to bring excellence to your abilities you stay in the same level for too long it's a sign that you are not putting so much you are not putting any effort towards your abilities you're not you know you call into ministry but you're not <laughs> when was the last time you didn't read the bible you know you hold the mic and you don't open you don't, op you don't know the scriptures something is wrong something is wrong if you want to be relevant you got to pay the price you got to be pure and you got to move it in excellence you got to be pure and move in excellence get out of the world you have, you're, you're still worldly too worldly too worldly too worldly Daniel said I will not defile myself I will not defile myself I'm willing to pay the price Lord I'm willing to consecrate myself so that I will be relevant can you say that to yourself can you consecrate yourself can you set yourself apart so that God can use you? Even at your workplace, when they go into happy hour, they take you along. So when somebody is depressed, why would they come to you? When they go into the club, you are along with them. In the name of that's my childhood friend. Where are you getting your inspiration from? May Jehovah help us. Say, Lord, help us. Say, Lord, help us. Say, Lord, help us. From today, may you be the best. I say, may you be the best. Say, may you be the best. Say, I receive that I am the best. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Being relevant is not a carnal thing. It's a God thing. It's not that oh, I'm, I'm highly spiritual. Add excellence to your spirituality. Add purity to your spirituality. Don't be too religious. When you enter this church, I pray for that grace, for us to be excellent. The welcome team, excellent. The, 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 the evangelism team, excellent. Media team, excellent. Uh, choir, excellent. Everything is moving excellence. When you come here holding the mic to, to sing, whether you've been singing or never been singing, you better come in excellence. Don't come here shaking. Your shaking is not doing. You prepare yourself, you come, and you perform, and you, you minister in excellence. That is the order of the day. Somebody say order of the day. If you come here leading prayers or, or praying, you move in excellence. When you come, I pray that the church will be excellent enough for us to come here when we are testifying. We testify in what? Excellence. 
you been blessed so far? What you bring to a place determine how the place receives you. Some of you have hired your spirituality from your work, work, your co-workers. Oh, they can't know who I am. You know me. You've been shy for too long, and they will never receive you as such. The Bible says you are the light of the world. You are the salt of the earth. So why are you letting your saltiness hide somewhere? Your light, you'll be hitting it. And you begin to shine. Say, I will shine. Pay the price. Pay it. The reason why being abstaining from sex is too hard for you because that's where your mind is. If you're not thinking about it, you don't even think about it. Nobody say you will die not having sex. Okay? And so, if God takes 10 years to bring your husband wait, some people are like, ah, I don't think. And so if I'm abstaining for one day, it's like, yeah, I did it one day. No, you're thinking about it too much. Somebody say, grace is sufficient. Say, grace is sufficient. Work and perfect your craft, please. Work and perfect your craft. Work and perfect your craft. Amen. Jesus is not some He's not some fake thing. He, he wants perfection from you. He wants to see you perfecting what he has given you. If this work of ministry... If I don't every day work myself to perfect myself, to stay in his presence, to do what is required, a time will come, my voice will be limited. My voice will be muted. And I pray that may the Lord continually release grace. And may I also do what is required of me to receive from him so that I can be relevant in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, say, Lord, help me. Help me. Perfect your craft, Abigail. Perfect it. Perfect it. There are millions of dollars that are waiting. If you can just move in perfection and excellence. Millions. Millions. Kantali lalabasutayas. In Jesus' name. May KFT be a relevant church. A relevant Christ-centered church. This house. I speak it into the atmosphere. I speak into the realms. I speak it over you. May this church be a relevant-centered church. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. May it be a relevant Christ-centered church in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. May KFT be a relevant Christ-centered church in Jesus' name. May we have relevant doctors, relevant nurses, relevant tech masters, relevant health pioneers, relevant kingdom giants, relevant artists, relevant hairdressers relevant makeup artists relevant oil distributors 
relevant electron electricity distributors may, may, may you be a relevant in your in your field in the name of jesus christ say i'll be relevant in my field in jesus name may every ministry here be relevant and may every child in this ministry be relevant in the name of jesus may the grace that upon daniel come upon every child may that grace come upon you may you move in excellence and in purity so that you'll be relevant in the name of jesus in the name of jesus even at your workplace may you be relevant in jesus name in jesus name somebody say lord i thank you for this anointing you are releasing upon me in jesus mighty name in jesus mighty name now if you are here before we pray if you don't know jesus maybe as the word is coming you feel convicted you want to give your life to jesus i want you to come up right now wherever you are i want to pray with you i want to pray with you you want to surrender your life to jesus I want you to come. Come forward right now. Come forward. Now, if nobody here like that, I would like for us to pray for the anointing of relevance. That the Lord will grant unto us the anointing of relevance. And the Lord will make us relevant in everywhere, in, in the places He has called us to be. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, say, Oh Lord, say, Oh Lord, as I begin to pray, release unto me the anointing of relevance right now. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, as I begin to pray, make me relevant in my generation. In Jesus' name, lift up your voice and begin to pray. Open your mouth, begin to pray. Adabasika de la 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 basa, ilala sotalayas, pelebesikada da bakapa, itala la basika de la la basata, imanda da basika da da baha. Come on, pray. Pour down that oil, the oil of relevance, the oil of relevance, the oil of relevance. Somebody pull it. Hey, Katala, the anointing of relevance. Receive it wherever you are. Come on, pray it. Pray it. Lord, I want to be relevant. I need the anointing of relevance. I need the anointing of relevance. Let it fall upon my life. The oil of relevance. The oil of relevance. The oil of relevance. Yes, Lord. 
Somebody pray. Pray that you'll be relevant. 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 Yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Now, in relevance, there is image management. Amen. You must learn how to manage your image. Because a picture you post now can affect your marriage five years from now. Because what you advertise is what comes to you. Some of you, the reason why the kind of men that come to you is because of what you've been advertising. Some of you are exposed to just worldly men because that is a grace upon your life. You are, you are, you, wherever you go, that's what you attract. Even my son can tell you, he said, what you, his, his teacher told him that uh, what you sow is what you reap. So if you see that a lot of worldly men, men who are married, they want to use you as a second or like a side chick all the time, something wrong with you. You must learn how to manage our image. When Joseph was called out from the prison, the first thing that God did, he didn't even know what was going to happen. The Bible says he shaved and changed his garment, image, so that when he stood before the king, the king would see, ah, this guy is worth enough me to put him as a prime minister. If he would have went there looking anyhow, he would have never got promoted. Image. And don't be saying that why people are judge, people are judgmental. We will judge you. We are people. We will judge. We will judge you. You come here looking like a hoochie mama, you'll be judged as a hoochie mama. And that is the reality. Because even in the world, they judge you as that. A man can see the way you dress it out. This one, she's easy. Because that's what you are selling. You are, you are selling, you know. That's all you want to show the world what you carry. So Joseph said, you want to pray for grace to manage our image. In the name of Jesus. Because our image is attached to our name. And our name is attached to our relevance. If somebody said that Pastor Dominic is a false pastor or a false prophet or a false whatever, it would be hard for you to accept my message. So that means my image has to be what? Be protected. If somebody come here looking for a woman to marry and say, oh, this sister there, I think she's too easy. You think that man will marry you? And maybe you may not, but the way you carry yourself, the way you dress, the way you dress has presented yourself as somebody who is worldly. The way you talk. So we want to pray for the grace. If you're going to be relevant, then our image has to be protected. 
Say, Lord, help me. As I begin to pray, give me the grace to manage my image in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Now, you know, image is so important. The first thing God gave you is image. He said, let us make man in our own image. That's how important image is. And so the way people perceive you is very important. And I pray that the way from hence, may you present yourself as somebody who is respected. That when people come around you, they feel God's presence. Not Satan's presence. There are people that when you get around them, you feel Satan. You feel lusts all around them. They are carriers of lust. Image. May Jehovah help us. Say, oh Lord, oh Lord, as I begin to pray, as I, begin to pray I, remove I remove every bad image, every bad image right, now, right now. In the name of Jesus, name of Jesus I, take off I take off the bad garment, the, bad garment, the evil garment. The evil garment. In, the in the name of Jesus, I say, I say in the spirit, in the spirit oh, Lord, oh Lord, let my image, let my image be, preserved. be preserved. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, say, Lord, let my name be attached to my image. And in my image and in my name let me be relevant in the mighty name of Jesus in the mighty name of Jesus in the mighty name of Jesus lift up your voice and pray that the Lord will preserve your image in the name of Jesus again your hosts were Apostle Dominic Osei and Prophetess Leslie Osei we hope you were blessed by this conversation and gained insight. Please be sure to connect with us on Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook at Kingdom Full Tabernacle. Until next time, God bless you.